This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm back here uh, continuing the conversation with uh, Jeremiah Davis, the artistic director, and also Jennifer Scanlon, the uh, exhibitions and curatorial, curatorial director here at Oklahoma Contemporary. Thanks so much for uh, continuing the conversation. I thought what we would do is hear from each of you about your life's journey in terms of your, your career in the arts and what led you to uh, coming to Oklahoma and doing the work that you do here at Oklahoma Contemporary. Sure, sure. Well, uh, why don't you start? Okay. Because I, I, I grew up here, so I have a different sort of perspective on things. Very different life journey. Yeah. Um, well, uh, where to begin? I, um, I guess I'll start with uh, the beginning of my career as a curator. I started working, uh, I went to grad school for design and decorative arts, actually, uh, and um, started my career as a curator in New York City at the Museum of Arts and Design, which uh, some people may know as the American Craft Museum. We are really focused on uh, many of the things we have here at Oklahoma Contemporary, on ceramics, on fiber, also on wood and metals and jewelry. Um, but living in New York City, you get really excited about contemporary art. It's going on all around you. Uh, and I think that would have been the beginning of me being interested in the way that lots of different arts can connect, um, that a piece of furniture can also be a work of art. Um, that there is uh, beauty and performance in the making of things like glass blowing. So I started to become really interested in the intersections of all of these arts. Um, so I worked there for 12 years. Uh, I was out on my own for three years as an independent curator, um, which allowed me to focus more specifically on contemporary art and um, work with a lot of institutions all over the country, really. Um, and then I heard about this job. And uh, it seemed like such an exciting opportunity, really. Uh, the new building was happening. Um, Oklahoma is, City is a city that's been expanding, expanding um, its cultural offerings. Uh, new restaurants are coming up. New buildings are being built. Um, so it seemed like there was a lot of potential to really make a difference. And that was an exciting prospect for me. So I moved out from New York City. Uh, to um, to Oklahoma about a year and a half ago and have really been, um, this year I've really been driving all over Oklahoma finding out more about the state, which has been very cool. It's uh, such an interesting place. So, yeah, that's my story in a nutshell. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, that was succinct. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Cogent? <laughs> <laughs> totally. So, uh, where to begin? I was born here. Uh, my great-grandfather came to Oklahoma before statehood in the 1880s, actually, uh, even before the land run. So apparently he was back and forth. Uh, family lore is he liked to uh, play cards and gamble, um, play fiddle. So I don't know. He's probably getting into some really uh, unsavory activities back in the day. Uh, but my, my mother's not from here. My mother grew up, was born in New York and grew up in Virginia. Uh, so I w grew up in, on a farm in Osage County, and that's how Sky took. So um, very early on, for some reason that I don't really know, I became uh, interested in arts very, very young. Uh, theater was something that really inspired me, and so I started acting as a five-year-old and did commercials and community theater projects and school plays and things like that. And um, As I got older, I got more interested in other types of art, uh, other kinds of creative expression, uh, as well as philosophy, politics. So um, I looked around. I didn't really see a place for me in Oklahoma at that time, late 90s. I thought um, if I wanted to practice these things and have a career in the arts, I'd probably have to look elsewhere. And so I uh, went to school in Vermont, 
uh, college at Bennington College in southern Vermont. And then I spent, after graduating, I spent a few years in Istanbul, Turkey. I was teaching there and working uh, in performing arts. And um, I then went to graduate school also in New York City. Um, so did a graduate program in a discipline called dramaturgy, which um, is probably the first time any of your listeners will have heard that word. Uh, dramaturgy is the theory and practice of performance uh, from the initial idea, often words on a page, to a final performance or production. So it asks you to be conversant in multiple vocabularies, from design to directing to writing to acting. Uh, and so that, through that study, I got really involved in New York, I really involved with multiple kinds of disciplines of arts and creating unique installation experiences where we would work with visual artists, musicians, performers, dancers, uh, writers to create immersive environments uh, where the art would um, surround audience members. So I did that for a number of years in New York City, um, got involved with multiple institutions. Uh, for a long time I was working with a group uh, of which I'm still part as an advisory uh, board member called the Woodshed Collective. Uh, and Woodshed it was doing this kind of experimental work when I joined the company and has been doing it for over 10 years uh, and, and continues to, they just pr premiered a new joint production with Ars Nova and uh, Mighty Theater Company in New York about uh, Korean pop music called K-pop. So basically taking over two floors of a building, uh, creating a launch party for a Korean pop label that is expanding in the United States of America. So that's the kind of work I was doing in, in New York. I was teaching and uh, practicing art as well. And then I um, was, was like Jen, I heard about this position, and um, New York is just fine without me. They don't need me. There's lots of stuff going on in mm -hmm. that city. And I don't so, know, both of us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really turned the tide. <laughs> the cultural, <laughs> cultural weight is shifting away from New York. Now. Right both here. Of us are um, but I, you know, for me, as I mentioned, growing up in Oklahoma, and not believing that I would be able to find a path uh, to, to sustain myself via art, um, coming back and seeing the progress that's been made in Oklahoma City and, and Tulsa, I'm just really being inspired about everything that's happening in the state. Um, I saw this as an opportunity to come and give back to the place where I grew up and that supported me in my early years as, as, um, as a creative person, as a student. Uh, and so I thought it was really important to take what I've learned um, in working in the different parts of the world and with artists from all, all over the world um, and bring it back to my home state and hopefully work with artists here, creative people here, organizations, um, and cross-pollinate, inspire each other with ideas, and hopefully um, continue to add to and to uh, co-create this vibrant um, cultural renaissance that's happening in the state. Um, and if we can contribute to that even uh, slightly, I think um, it will be a, a job a, a job well worthy of, of my time and, and my energy. So I came back in uh, 2016. I still have family here. I spend time with people that I've grown up with. It's great to be back. Um, and it's fun to see how much things have changed, really, just in 20 years. How much, um, how much I think art and culture has come to the to the forefront. Um, you now have chambers of commerce talking about it. You've got mayors who are discussing art, um, organizations who are funding it, people who are interested in it, who want to create art, who want to talk about it, and that's really inspiring and exciting to see. So uh, I, I'm very bullish on the future of, of Oklahoma City, especially now that the Chamber of Commerce is beginning to see that the economic impact of art and business owners have seen, wow, we, we create murals and look at all the traffic that comes through because they want to come see this art and then look, there's a coffee shop or there's a design studio and they can come in and, and, and learn more about these districts that are developing. And I think art has been a major driver of the, the districts blossoming in Oklahoma City. So great to be back and uh, great to be a part of um, the amazing culture we've got going on here. 
it's really exciting just to see the transfer, as you say, you know, over the last 20, 15, 20 years, the transformation that has taken place. Yeah. And it's, speaking of transformation, I didn't know at this point, and it would be totally up to, up, to, up to you guys, if you have any lessons that you've learned or any, you know, critical turning points in your careers, uh, you know, anything that you would want to share. Don't necessarily want to put you on the spot, sure. but I didn't know there's anything that you might want to share uh, just in terms of anything, you know, as far as any formative lessons learned or anything that might be, in, you know, in, helpful to share. Um, I'm going to let you go first. Sure. I, 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 I got I something. To think. One in the chamber. <laughs> so I, I think that the, the biggest thing, and I think this goes for anybody who has an idea, not just artists, um, it's, it's okay for the dream to evolve. You just got to keep chasing the dream. I think that's something that's been instrumental for me. You know, when I, when I was four years old and stood up on the kitchen table and announced uh, to my parents that I was going to be in show business, so you better get me an agent. <laughs> you know, I did not, as a four-year-old, think I would ever be doing what I'm doing now, um, and nor did I ever pursue, I never pursued uh, acting or anything professionally. It was not what I wanted to do once I came of age to pursue careers. Yeah, by the time I matured to age seven, I moved on. Uh, but I think that's something that is, particularly for entrepreneurs or for people looking to create something new or to start a project or to um, initiate some kind of, of um, collaborative event or whatever the, the case may be. I think just keeping, keeping that dream, uh, kindling the dream and, and keeping it going, if things change, just to continue to pursue it. I always told my students um, the difference between the artists who make it and the artists who don't, it's not necessarily about talent. It's not um, about pedigree or even training. Uh, it's often just about are you sticking to it? Mm. Do, do you continue in the tough times when you're broke and it's hard to pay the rent? Uh, and you don't really see a path forward, do you still create work? Do you still stick to your ideas? Do you still celebrate um, what inspired you originally? And I think that's, and luck, there's a huge dose of luck. <laughs> but if you have those two things, I think you can really make anything possible. So I, I don't know if that's helpful, but that's something that I was broke for a long time after graduate school. I uh, graduated in the midst of the financial collapse. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. And so um, I was very close several times being like, you know what, I'm moving back to my farm in Oklahoma. I'm just going to raise sheep. I'm just done with all this. Mm. And I, st I, di I didn't. I stuck with it. And, well, you did uh, move back to Oklahoma. I did move back to Oklahoma, but, <laughs> not, still a but not to herd sheep <laughs> exclusively, <laughs> but also to, to work in the arts, which I think is a, a great privilege to be able to, to work in the arts and to, to surround yourself with creative people. So... Um, I, I don't know if that's a, if that is pithy enough. I think that I, I ramble on a bit. Oh no, that's that's, that's a dream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess maybe I could share something that I've learned just by the difference between living in New York and and working sure. in the arts there and coming here and yeah, working absolutely. the arts here um, that I found really exciting uh, and uh, hopefully will inspire other people is um, in New York you do sometimes get a sense that it's all been done before sure. and people are a little jaded and cynical and it's really hard um, to get together with people and have a meeting and, and do something new because they'll be a little bit like what's in it for me um, I often mm -hmm. you often get that reaction um, one thing I found about being here is people are really excited to work mm. with you and collaborate. It's one of it's the less transactional. Yeah, here. and it's more about yeah, let's let's do this. Let's yeah. let's all get together and do this. It's one of the reasons we've been able to reach out and um, have all of these great partnerships that we've been uh, really cultivating as we've been here. And um, it's something that is exciting for me that if you have an idea, there will be people around you that will be like, yeah, let's see if we can make this happen. Let's all get together and pool our resources and, and do this really cool thing. So that would be my uh, takeaway from this is that, is that this is the place to do it. 
Um, yeah. If you're here in Oklahoma and you're excited about the arts, you're excited about some sort of project, um, you can move forward with it and find people who will want to do it with you because uh, this is a place that's growing and a place that's enthusiastic. That's about, a great point. About, yeah. you know, about coming together and making things happen. I think New York is a very competitive city. Uh, it's, it's very dog-eat-dog. There's lots of people who could do your job better than you. <laughs> <laughs> and they mention uh, that and, and they tell you that. <laughs> oh, wow. And whereas I think Oklahoma City is a collaborative city. Yeah. And I think you see that at all levels, um, and, and including public and private partnerships, um, individuals working with businesses, working with the not-for-profit sector, uh, working in the public space. I just think all of those elements, like Jen said, if you have an idea and you can make some friends, you can make that idea happen here. Uh, and just as I mentioned sort of uh, toward the beginning of our conversation, organizations are very excited to work together here, arts organizations. And that's not something that is as common in New York. There is... Mm. There, are, there's so, there, there is some of that, not that collaboration doesn't exist in terms of uh, multiple institutions, but here it's easy to call a colleague and say, hey, I've got an idea. Anybody will meet and, and have a, a conversation with you over lunch, uh, including business owners that we've talked to, individuals, people that are um, re, you know, representatives of, in, in Congress or in city. Um, so that's very exciting. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it was, and, it, it, and it's interesting because I had not you know, thought so much about the collaborative aspect of this, and it seems like with, uh, in terms of the, edu you know, ed the education world, in other words, I know that a lot of times you're, you're hearing a lot more emphasis on the word collaboration mm -hmm. and trying to teach kids how to work collaboratively, but it seems like a lot of it is around technology, and so this has really kind of been a wake-up call for me to see mm -hmm. that, you know, in the, in, in, the, in the art world, in terms of collaborating on projects, and just, you know, you, when you talk about creativity, cause, because there again, I think there's been a lot of emphasis on creativity in terms of the of technology, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But it just—it's amazing to see that there's so many opportunities for kids to learn these skills, yeah. you know, by, while also learning, you know, learning an artistic skill. Yeah. And for what, what's exciting to me is I think we're beginning to get that energy here, focused around creativity, not as a, a means to become a professional artist, but as a means to think creatively in any field. Sure, yeah. business. It's absolutely it's the same thing for people who want to start a business, 100%. who have a business and want to grow it in a new direction, mm -hmm. who um, who are working in in a lot of different fields. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of the things I hear when I talk to business owners or entrepreneurs, one of the first things they say and what they want in a workforce is creativity, ability to generate new ideas, think outside the box. And I think that the, the pursuit of art, the study of art at any age can help you to do that. I had a, a, I had a former student who was a major uh, political fundraiser in the state of Florida uh, and, and nationally, and she decided to go back to school for acting. And she, uh, I, I taught two courses. One was history of performance, one was history of film. And she said through the history of performance class, she learned critical thinking skills that she never had learned in college um, just through applying different ways of, of considering the history of performance um, through breaking down the constituent elements, different disciplines involved. She said that it, it benefited her business sure. taking that class. So oh, I'm, I, not even, I'm not even yeah. surprised about that yeah. because I really think that a lot of things that we're talking about here, um, even just expanding your brain, it's like stretching your brain yeah. a little bit, will allow you to stretch your brain in new ways in other fields. Totally. So for all of you business owners listening, please come take a class at Oakland Contemporary. Right. What you clearly need is an art class. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, this has been fantastic. I really appreciate you all taking the time and uh, looking forward to uh, wishing you all the best as the uh, exhibition opens up and as things continue. Thanks. Thank you so right. much. Thank look you look forward so to seeing much. you. Absolutely. Thanks. Yes.